cliffcentral.com. And I hope those lovely Tibetan singing bowls are putting you in exactly the right frame of mind. Hello there, I'm Liesl Tom and this is Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. As always with us in studio is the lovely Palesa Mabuye pressing the buttons, making sure we sound good. And then, of course, with me in studio, my bestie, Shemaine. Hi. Welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes. Yes, indeed, Shemaine Harris here. And we have an amazing guest again, as usual. I mean, that is just what we do. We bring amazing guests on this show. Um, and today's guest is Helen Randall-Smith. Now, she does different modalities, so I'm going to let you go and and hear uh, from her what she does. So, but in in general, it's all about healing. Hi, Helen. Welcome. Hi. How's it? Thank you for inviting me. As you heard, you are amazing because we only have amazing people on the show. <laughs> we do. Though. We have fabulous. No pressure on the show. whatsoever. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, so you are a healer. That's right. <clears throat> When did you realize that you can make other people feel better? And when we talk about a healer, what exactly are we talking about? Right. First of all, the, the word healer for me is a misnomer because it's, I'm not healing anybody. The person heals himself. But I facilitate. I'm there. Maybe open the space. Maybe bring that body to an awareness. So, But for want of a better word, we call ourselves healers. And that word is so fraught with Absolutely. judgment. Isn't it's like it? if you're psychic or are you intuitive, <laughs> it's the same thing, really. Yeah. But 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 um, what are you? Now that you brought it up, oh, okay. <laughs> I call myself an intuitive energy healer because uh-huh. I work with energies, different modalities, um, and I use my intuition to guide me into what I'm doing when I'm with a with a person, a client. Which modalities do you cover? <clears throat> Well, it started off first with Reiki. Right. Then I moved on and I started working with what we call EFT, emotional freedom techniques. <laughs> not uh, electronic funds. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> and then from that I did for a long time because I used to do a lot of my intuition with that because um, as I grew with that modality, I realized I could get in deeper and much deeper into the person's psyche mm-hmm. even before they came to see me. And so we could get the healing done very quickly. And then from there, I moved on to all different things like uh, reconnection, mm-hmm. reconnective healing, access consciousness and the bars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of all the other things I've done. You also do dream interpretation. Yes, I am a dream interpreter. That comes along with the healing. It sort of, it sort of evolved with me okay. organically. Since when could you, um, you know, tap into your healing powers to help others? I think it all happened when... With me was when I got a, I got a health scare. Many years ago, I was in corporate and I got a massive health scare. And I just did not want to go that direction, the allopathic direction. I was working for an insurance company. I used to go through the um, oncology department and I said, no ways. And then I asked for signs and I got them. Like my husband said to me, I'll send you to a health farm. You're not having chemo. It was such a relief. And then I started. Then I realized I'd be okay. And then I started with asking for signs and being asked to be led. And I got led to, first of all, uh, Reiki. That was the first, was the start. And then I studied that and I became a Reiki master. And I used that. And as I was working on myself and as I was working with the Reiki, people started asking to come and see me. 
It was the weirdest thing. Mm. And I'd have these women dripping in diamonds in their Lamborghinis parked outside my house. I'd have them on the floor on cushions because mm. I didn't even have the, the room or space for them. And they'd come. And that's how it started. May I ask, because it sounded like you were saying that you had a, a, a cancer scare. I did. Um, and you didn't go for chemo no. or radiation no. or anything. No. Um, well, were you there or was it just a scare? It was a scare. I did not go further. I would not go further. I would, did not make it concrete. Okay. When he wanted to start doing more and more tests, I said, enough. And he said to me, we cannot rule out cancer. I'm worried. I said, I don't care. Enough. Right. And that's how I, and I, I think in a good way, it was a good thing because I did not make it so concrete in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it's a familial cancer that runs in the family. It's colon cancer. And, um, many years later, my brother developed cancer, colon cancer as my older brother had to have a hole. And they kept on forcing me to go for a scan. And eventually when I did, I was completely clear and I realized it's all the healing work. Helen, do you think had you gone there, did if you had allowed more tests, do you think there's a component of manifesting? I, you know, I think so. It's a belief system. It's also, you know, it's very, it's more difficult when you, you see it there than when you're not sure if it's there. Does that make sense? When it's something, it seems more concrete. Mm. Yeah, and then you give it attention, and then yeah. you panic, and then your body goes into stress, and yes. uh, then you uh, exacerbate, you know, yes. whatever. And then it it's is, then it's the chemo's and the this and the that. And uh, look, I'll be very straight up front. If somebody has cancer, they need to do what they feel is right for them. Mm. So if somebody wants to do the chemo, I'm right there holding their hand and doing my healing alongside with the chemo. So it's not like I say no chemo. No, that's not what I'm saying. Mm. What I'm saying is everyone is so unique and different. They need to do what feels right for them. Mm. And, and therein is a freedom because I know that some people are adamant that this will work. You know, this method will work. And then others are adamant that another method will work. So if you can um, get yourself to the point where you go, look, I know what I want and I'm going to do it my way. And uh, hopefully the people around you can can support you. And absolutely. Yes. yes. You know, I just want to take a step back. When we talk about healing, Mm -hmm. are we talking about getting rid of physical ailments and diseases or are we talking about Feeling all fuzzy Okay, that's a very good question uh, There's healing happens on very different levels Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual Depending on what you're needing at the time And that is what happens when you, Like when you come to see a healer So you might want to come to me Because you've got a gammy leg And want that healed And I will probably work on you And maybe that hasn't worked But you don't realize that you've grown On a different level and then maybe you see this in a different light. Mm-hmm. So it's a very different thing. Healing is a very, very unique um, thing. It's not uh, one fit for all. Mm-hmm. But but can you get rid of a physical yes, disease? Yes, absolutely. I've had I've had a woman who actually healed from phase four intestinal cancer within a week. And she came to me and um, I realized that she'd had cancer. And of course, being a healer, you're not allowed to say anything. I'm so not what a do you doctor. do then? I asked her uh, if she'd had cancer and she said yes. And it was uh, 10 years ago or so, stomach cancer. And I thought, it's back again. She said, and my bloods are clear and that. I thought, no, she isn't. And I said, when are you due for your next test? And she said, next week. I said, go get your blood test and just check everything's okay. And she phoned me. She said, oh, no, they've picked up cancer. 
I said, you, and she came to see me, and I said, you know where it is. She said, no, I don't. I said, just quiet, calm yourself. First place. She says, oh, my intestines. I said, yes. I said, okay, and then we played a game because I play. I don't take myself seriously. If I take myself seriously, nothing happens. But when you play and there's a joy, that's love, and then that works. And then I sent her off and I said, play with it. And then the doctors did the another scan and everything picked up the cancer and she sent back to me phase four cancer and I said you nervous she said yes I said that's normal just play this game I gave you and I had given her a game to play and I said and see what happens and then the doctor when he came to said I'm going to cut you even I'll cut you right to your brain I'm going to get every cancer cell out that's fine they opened her up could find no cancer and closed up again she couldn't wait as she was coming around she had a phone she was so groggy she said I've got to tell you they can't find any cancer and I went, wow, how powerful are you? I have to ask you about this game. I know, Is it something that you can share? Because we like playing games. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we all got, it yeah. is, is, okay, uh, when you are, when you have some sort of dis-ease, mm-hmm. okay, it actually means it's part of you that's, it's, it's a part of you. It's not something foreign. We look at cancer and think it's some alien that's attacking us. Mm. It's a part of us, okay. So what I like with her, what I did with her, as I, I, I said I to her, I just have to let that sink in. It's a part of us. It's yes. not alien. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Think about it. So, so when I we all and we always said, at some time in our life there'll be cancer cells and they disappear, depending on how strong our immune system is at the time. Mm-hmm. So I said to her, look, imagine this beautiful white light entering your crown of your head and coming through to you, and then go down to. I said, we're going on a journey, going within instead of outside. And I put, calm her down and I brought her in and brought the light through and I, and to the, the these little, um, gremlins that she saw. And they looked like little, for her, they were these little, uh, cartoon characters. Mm. And I said, what are you going to do? And she started backing them with this light, like, you know, lasers and, and she was Star exhausted. Wars. Yeah. And I said to her, are you finished? She said to me, yes. And she said, no, they're there. I said, right now, bring that light in. Bring it into your heart. Mix it with your heart like a washing machine. Now it's a pink, beautiful light. Now bring that soft, beautiful light and send it to these little gremlins. And so what's happening is, what's, I asked her, what is happening to them? And she went, they're going, poof, poof, poof. I said, that's it. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. And whenever you want to do it, keep going. But you take this seriously, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just do this when you're feeling okay. Breathe and allow this to happen. And this is what she did. You know, there are some people who would sit and, uh, well, listen to what you just said and go, oh, pish posh. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what? The mind is so powerful. Mm-hmm. So you can look at it that way. They are finding that, like the placebo effect, it is the mind that's healing the body. So if we're playing that game, or if I'm going to give you a sugar tablet and say, this is going to cure you, mm. does it matter? Mm. That mind is so powerful. Mm. So in order for this, let's stick with with the game. Okay. In order for this game to work, does a person have to be able to meditate? No. To go into a oh, meditative Lord, state? No. Well, yes, <laughs> to a point, a relaxed state. You know, for me, we don't, when you say meditation, I go, <gasps> because even I struggle, I really struggle to meditate. I'm a very active person. I'm a Duracell bunny. So for me to meditate is go for a walk. A walking meditation For me to sit there and go um, No, mm. doesn't work for me So, But it's easy, you just relax You breathe, you go and pay, Make it a game, I'm going on this journey I'm going on this journey inside And I always say to people, the first thing to pop up 
Don't question it. Don't analyze it. That's the that's the that's the whole secret. If you start analyzing in your brain and you you've lost, go there. What does what does it look like to you? What is, or if you can't see, what does it feel like to you? Okay, now bring in the light and surround it and see what it feels like. Now that's a very different, gentle way of healing as it is as opposed to. Um, I'm going to zap this with a ray gun or I'm going to go for um, detoxing that's going to – they all work and everything helps. But what I'm saying is your your mind is very strong. And that, by the way, happened. I just got the idea when she was sitting in front of me and I thought – because I, I'm open to information coming in and that's what happens. Mm. When last have you spoken to her? I haven't spoken to her in years. Okay. I'm – very much that way. I, when people come to see me, I tell them, if you need to see me again, you will know. Oh. I don't say, I will see you next week. Unless there's a really serious case. But, and when they left, when they finished with me, they're finished. Unless they want to come back again. I don't run off to people. Right. Mm. And then, um, I want to hear from you. You were a Reiki master. That's right. I well, am a Reiki, are. I am a Reiki master. <laughs> yes. yes. Sarah, yeah. <laughs> throw that down the the, the shoulder, um, blade. But you don't really practice anymore. As Reiki, no. You know, Reiki's with you always. Once you've once you've got Reiki, you, it never leaves you. But what happened was I was evolving and growing, and then I've, obviously I was following other modalities. I'd follow it where my heart would take me, mm. and I think you know. Um, so I didn't. St- I, I don't stay stuck. I mean, I used to teach. My intuitive energy healing. I don't do that anymore because for me, I'm bored with it. So I'm not doing you any favors by teaching you that. Mm. So the same, not that I'm bored with Reiki, but it's just that it evolved for me and it grew and I found reconnection or reconnective healing. I found the access consciousness stuff. And I like, listen, I like change, boy. I don't like being bored. Mm. I, if I get bored in my rooms, You're then bored. I won't practice. Right. So I love to, you know, experiment. Are you a Gemini? I'm a Cancerian. Okay. Because <laughs> that boredom, it's something I associate with Gemini. Yeah. Um, you have this modality called uh, reconnective healing. That's right. How does that differ from the reconnection? Okay. Okay. First of all, let me maybe start from the beginning with reconnection. Reconnection and reconnective healing was founded by a guy by the name of Dr. Eric Pearl, a chiropractor. And what happened was he couldn't understand this person labored up the name of Gary actually, struggled to get up the stairs and onto his bed. And he's just got this urge to just wave his hands over the guy. And this guy just straightened up and he was like gobsmacked. He said, what the hell's going on here? And then things would happen and then people started Channeling information, you know, while he was working on them, but different people at different times. When you say channeling information, they would, what does that mean? They would start saying things like strings and strands and um, all sorts of things that had connection with this reconnection. And he was very befuddled. He thought, what the hell's going on? And then he was trying to find answers. And everywhere he went, he couldn't find the answers. He'd go to this spiritual person and to that, couldn't find anything. Then he heard about this gypsy on the beach, this gypsy woman. And he, was, he thought he was going to try her out. It cost him $333, and he was furious because it was a lot of money, but he went. And after the first, then she did what we now call the reconnection, mm-hmm. which is uh, he went to her the first day, came back, felt nothing. 
after the second day, he actually didn't realize he disappeared for a few days. He didn't even know he was gone. When, they came, when he eventually came back or wherever he'd been to, he had no idea. He looked so different. Everything was different. And that's where the reconnection was born. So there's two aspects to reconnect, reconnection. There's the reconnection, your personal one, which what he will say connects you to the axitonal lines of the earth and the universe mm-hmm. or the grid lines, the ley lines, Thank the you. whatever. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it also awakens dormant DNA. You know, we hear that we have more strands than, we, than mm-hmm. that's, that's active. Well, this opens up and so it, it brings us to the next level, put it that way. A level of what? A level of consciousness. Of evolution, possibly. Mm-hmm. So, when you say that was the start of the of reconnection mm. or the beginning, wasn't it always there and now it just got a name? I think yes. I, for me, I think yes. He will talk to you about the reconnection. There are um, frequencies of mm. light and information, and I think it's always been there. And it accessed them. They accessed themselves through him, via him. He must have been open to it, and you know. Once you've had a, like, you came to me for a session. Mm-hmm. I did a reconnected healing on you. Mm-hmm. You have the f- frequencies with you now too, and you can pass them on, okay, actually. Okay. Hold, hold, hold up. <laughs> hold up. Both of you. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. And the first question as you were talking mm-hmm. was, where the hell did he go? Do you know? Do we know? No, he, he himself wasn't sure. He thought he'd just been asleep for a couple of hours and he must have been sleeping for a couple of days. Okay, so it wasn't his physical body that went anywhere. It was his spirit. Probably his, his whole, he must have been sleeping for a few days, yeah. But what he also mentioned is that he, after the reconnection, mm-hmm. there were people that, you know, he, there were people and he knew there, there were people. Real could, people, Shemaine. Well, according to him, they felt real. Or Did they, they were, have they bodies. Were, yes, according, according to, to him, him. They had bodies. Yeah. Um, and they had, uh, you know, they, they were tangible. Um, but then also apparently some of the people that he treated also saw and yes. felt people. Yes. Um, and then he would say there was no. <laughs> this is what happens in a session. I've done there many, no many one. reconnective healings and reconnections. And often people say to me, why were you pushing down so hard down on my chest? I said, I've never, I don't touch mm. you. Why, why were you working and touching my feet and holding me? I said, I never touched you. So who else who, was in the room? Who? Who touched them? Who are? Who <laughs> are we going to go the find room? them so we can <laughs> are ask we, them? Are we, are we? Are we talking about people in different dimensions? I are would we talking say about so. aliens? What are we talking about? I have no idea. Hmm. To be very honest with you, I, I, I cannot describe it to you or explain it to you. Neither can he. Um, but there, it seems to be beings that come through when you are working, and they do their magic while you are waving your hands would, around. Would, would they be angels? Could be. Okay. And this waving of the hands, how does that differ from Reiki? Isn't that what Reiki people uh, do? Reiki, you know what? You know how I put it, but this is my, my twist on it. For me, reconnection is Reiki on steroids, hmm. if that makes sense. Yes, we, we can hear that, yes. Yeah. What I like about reconnection or reconnective healing is that there's no set parameters there's no, you've got to start at the feet and hold the feet for one minute or two minutes and move up. Nothing like that. I've always been a rebel. When I started doing the Reiki, I refused to actually do it that way. I did it my way. If I felt compelled to go to the person's head, I would go to their head. If I felt compelled to put my hand on their tummy, I put my hand on their tummy. 
And your master who trained you past you. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm teasing. And I will tell you this, and this is a very important thing. As a master Reiki, or as a Reiki master, you're only starting your journey. You're only starting to learn. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think my journey has been, that I'm still learning, and I never want to stop. And in Reiki, do you touch the person? You can. Uh, there's two types. Some people touch. I used to touch the person because I'm a touchy person. I like to touch. Mm-hmm. Um, which I find quite difficult with reconnection because you don't touch the person at all. Hmm. Um, yeah. So the, the, and then, so, you know what I struggled, I see you looking at me, Liesl, but what <laughs> I struggled with was what is reconnection and reconnective or uh, yes. healing? Okay. What's that difference? You know, the, so so yeah. the difference is a reconnection you have once in your lifetime. Once you are can reconnected reconnection to the earth and the universe, you don't need to be reconnected again. Okay, is so that kind of like an awakening? Uh, you can put it that way. Getting plugged in. Getting plugged in is a nice way of putting it, yes. So you come for two sessions with a sleep in between, no more than five sleeps between. I always insist on a sleep between. I don't like this waiting three, four days for the next session. Why is that? I like to get it over and done with. Okay. I like the person to get on with their lives. <clears throat> And there's only a couple of rules with the reconnection is that if you come to me for your first one, you have to come for your second one to the same practitioner. You can't go for a session one to someone and session two to someone else. So if someone else's person comes to you, you say no go. Sorry. Bye. No, if they've had just, if they had session one, uh-huh. they must go back for their session two with the same. What if that person died? <laughs> it happens. I mean, it's freakish. But then, so so that person will be like, okay. okay I that's a good one. question. Can, I've never thought can about. Can you that. scrap there? I would probably scrap and say, okay, start listen, over. let's rather start over. I'd rather be happier with that. Right. I mean, I know it, it, I sound really ridiculous, but no, you're life is right. ridiculous. I mean, one of the, the rules in writing is you must not, um, you know, be prescriptive and and yeah, dis- you know, don't discount anything. Actually, they say discount the reality. So, because life is so crazy sometimes that when you put that into your writing, they go, "What is she on?" Mm. Or you know, what's she smoking? Yes, what is she smoking? <laughs> but life truly is. Okay, that yeah, great that's a good brain. point. I would probably say to them, "Listen, I'm not expecting you to pay again or whatever, because it's expensive to have your reconnection." Mm. But How much? I would. Uh, he started off, he works on the triple three. Okay. The three, three, threes. Mm-hmm. So in South so he Africa. He uses dollars, huh? He uses dollars. So in South Africa, 333 Rand is a joke. So it's one, <laughs> we start off with 1,800 Rand. Right. Some, some practitioners now charge to seven. I find that quite steep. Okay. But, um, it all works on the three, three, threes. So if you come for a reconnective healing session, it's 450 because four right. and, f- and five is nine. All right. So you, we work to nine, which is three, three, three. All so right. it always works to the threes. All right. And it's just what he he has come up with with the with the gypsy on the beach and I have no idea no idea what you're Three. talking about. But can we can we just finish this? What sure. is the reconnection? So the reconnection is awakening dormant DNA. It is your personal reconnection, and then the reconnection healing you can have as many as you like whenever you like. So <clears throat> this awakening DNA dormant DNA yeah. is that. I mean, I've heard it said, and I want to believe it because mm-hmm. it sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I once read that um, we are still evolving. And one of the things that we as humans are evolving to is 
akin to telepathic communication yes. and then people yes. won't be able to lie to each other Absolutely. anymore. Absolutely. And, and that really turns me on. Absolutely. Because just to look at someone and know exactly what they are thinking. Oh, you, there are some thoughts you do not want to hear. No, but I think, I think it's not so much what they're thinking <laughs> as getting a good a good idea of the essence of the person. Who the ah. person is, yes. Yeah. And, All right. And, and, and then also, I mean, as much as I love technology, I mean, ask Shemaine, if you get me started on technology, that's what the show is going to be about. But as much as I love technology, I also love the fact that you and I can be thinking exactly the same thing at the same time and we don't have to discuss it. And then it's mm. over and it's done. So you're I, evolving already. Is, but, but you've now fine-tuned her. Do I have to come now also to be <laughs> up to you to be powered up? No, it's up to you, really. Okay. But look, the thing is, this is awakening but, dormant DNA. Okay, what I like is to, that it's, awakening it's, dormant. In other DNA. words, they so they will tell you that, the, that we've got thirty-two strands, or whatever it is. That there's even more. And it's, it's all the matter that's in the junk that we used to call the junk, junk DNA. DNA. That's actually the important stuff. But now what happened, I can only, I like to talk about when people ask me about the reconnection, it was very difficult for me to explain. So I like to give my own personal because again, everyone's reconnection is different. Mm-hmm. So for me, what happened to me is I, the result of my, um, reconnection was that my intuition just went 360 degrees. From having to sit and focus and it just went boom. I just could feel. I just knew. I just knew when a person walked in. Mm-hmm. Before I'd sit at four o'clock in the morning and, and tune into them and pick up their information. Now it was boom. I didn't have to do that. Boom, boom, shake the room. You know, that type of thing. But also it felt like the doors open. I land up and then the nicest thing for me to say is, is like you go with the flow. You land up going with the flow. You're not swimming up against a current. Mm. Suddenly, you know how life is that you swim in. Mm. I haven't had that since my reconnection. I have it just the door seem to open. People find me. I mean, mm-hmm. I land up on radio shows. I say, how do you find me? I mean, I've got a website that I'm so busy that I have no time to update. Mm. They still find me. Yeah, and and also when you talk about getting all sorts of info, kinds of info of of people who are coming to see you, mm-hmm. what what type of information is that? All depends on the person. I okay. can obviously you're not going to mention anyone. Uh, no, here, no, but, but can I can you give find I, I can find out something like um, I can pick up maybe there was a trauma when you were five. Uh, what was it? Because we need to clear that emotion because that emotion is what's holding you back and that emotion is what's causing the dis-ease that is happening to you today. Mm-hmm. You see, most 98% or 99% of dis-ease is actually stuck emotions. Okay. So you clear that. You clear the, the body relaxes, the meridians flow, and suddenly you have health. Say and more about these meridians or what, what, what are meridians? Lines? Axitonial lines are the meridians maybe of the, of the universe. Okay, or the grid lines of the earth, that type of thing. Now, we have meridians as well. Now, meridians are, um, I think what they did, the Chinese have known about these for 5,000 years already. But, of course, Western world takes a while to catch up. But they, they, what they did was, I think it was in Russia, they, they injected one of these uh, subjects with isotope. Mm-hmm. So suddenly they lit up. And they suddenly realized that not only did he have veins and that there was this other um, channel. It was running through him. And they realized this must be the meridians that the Chinese are talking about. The, the chi, the energy, the life force that flows through these meridians. And they support all our, our internal organs and everything. 
Sorry to interrupt. No Are these like lines between the the minor chakras going through your body? They're lines that run through them. Yes. Okay, so they okay. Con- they connect all the dots in yes. your body. Okay, yes. well now when you speak about minor chakras, explain. Chakras are spinning wheels or vortices. It's a Sanskrit word for spinning wheel. And that's where it is decided or surmised that that's how we absorb life force energy through the chakras and out the chakras, information coming in and going out. Okay. Now, the one thing that you do know, Shemaine, is that there are these seven big ones. I mean, we've all seen the picture. I was watching a a movie recently and – the guy said, I've seen that in the gift shop. We've all seen them in the gift shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they are also smaller vortices. There are, a lot, there are a lot more chakras than we are aware of. In fact, what's happening as we are evolving, you're finding that the heart chakra is now split into two. There are two chakras That's now. That's amazing. Behind. Green and pink. Say green yeah. and pink. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. no, but I mean, it is true because we always speak about the chakras and we think it's just the seven, you know. And then you go like minor, so and you go, what is that? There, there are more. Okay, now just throw a span in the works. Do that. It could all be made up. Absolutely. You know, that's true. You know, mm. but it's great. But aren't we playing? Absolutely. Isn't this the part of yes. trying to find information? Yes. And that's what's so great about the show because they're, they're, I don't think we ever said that that is a definitive, that that works or that must be or that's how it is. But the Ooh, option to think about it, you know, we like that. And because like you said in the beginning, everybody has to do their um, their deal differently. And, right. and hopefully we can. Ex- but I mean, and, and through this, we find incredible information. That's right. OK, going back to the lines. <laughs> <laughs> and so bring these, it on. these lines run through us. Yes. So what? So I, I have asked, I'll ask you this question: When have you ever seen a person who dies? Have you ever watched a person die in front of you? Not I, many people have, really. I but. was a crime reporter, and I have seen more bodies than I care to remember. But, a lot, but I have never seen a person die. I've never witnessed the journey from life to, to death. To okay, does it have to be a human, or is it just? Life no, in general. no, it can be it can be an animal, but what humans are interesting, because what happens is that when they take their last breath, when the the, the chi energy leaves the body, the the internal organs collapse into each other. Did you know that? So suddenly they become smaller. Mm. So there's the argument for, well, what was holding the body together? What was holding the, the what was making them big? What was making them yes? What was making keeping them going? So that's the life force energy. And it's around us all the time. It's in the very air you breathe. Mm. <clears throat> and the lines? That, <laughs> the lines are how the life force energy moves through the body. Okay. And then, okay. then if you want to talk about the other modality, the EFT, what actually happens there is because we are electric by nature. Okay. So what happens is when you have these stuck emotions, it's like you've got these, um, if you put a, a screwdriver into a TV, what's it? A uh, short circuit. So what EFT does is we tap in on the meridian points that are closer to the surface of the skin while we're focusing on the problem and you're releasing that emotion. And then what's happening? You're releasing the short circuit and suddenly it flows. So then you feel lighter, you feel calmer. Did I not tap, give you a little tapping session to show you? 
Yeah, you did. And you felt a bit different straight afterwards, did you not? Yeah, and I have to tell you about that. I saw the cat again, a cat the other yes. day, and oh, I was like, okay, I'm just going to walk around you. So and then afterwards I thought, oh, okay. Um, cat. <laughs> so sure. what, what, what's the deal with the cat? <laughs> she doesn't like cat's claws. That's right, I forgot, yeah. you see. Yeah. So the, the, the claws go like, it's like scraping. She doesn't like it. So I did a like, short little tap in session on the aspect of the claws. And I said to her, next time she's a cat, <clears throat> to see if it's, but, has that pull or yeah. that. What did happen though was I saw a snake and I thought it was beautiful. So. You know. Snakes are so beautiful, I but so, I don't want to get so, close to them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know whether that that is on yes, on par with uh, you know getting yeah, rid of some changes, of the phobias because yes. you were saying uh, getting rid of some of the phobias mm. and and that obviously is phobia. because you know somebody will come to me for that and say I've got this say this fear of 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 um, spiders, so I might clear the fear of spiders. So she's okay when she looks at the spider, then suddenly it moves, then she freaks out again. That's a different aspect. So we clear that. Then it jumped. Oh, then she freaks out again. So it's different aspects of a phobia that we clear. Okay. So now this uh, reconnection, does it mm-hmm. allow you, which one allows you to self-heal? Um, the reconnection itself or the reconnective healing? Yeah. Both. Okay. Why well, say that? Have you read his book? Not completely, no. Okay. I have little bits of information. But right no, I'm uh, right at the, to... uh, the second part of his book, he talks about tries to take you through how to play with the frequency. Uh-huh. And if you sit and you just think of the uh, reconnect, reconnective healing, the, the frequency, it immediately starts in my hands. It'll, and I, if I focus on it, it moves up my arms and eventually envelops my whole body. And I can sit with that and that is self-healing. Uh, does one need training for that? You read his book. No, no, and it's not for me. It's, it's like no. For, I say read his book. At the back, he's teaching people how to do that. There you go. Now, because now, everybody's not going to read his book. I'm, yes. I'm fortunate okay, that he, I have You can go for training. Uh, I mean, obviously, I did. I went for training. Um, I went did all the levels that was possibly mm-hmm. able to do. I beg your pardon, but what actually is interesting is that um, he is. I don't think he's going to ever come back to this country again. That's a, that's a sad thing, but. He has now, I see lately, a new online course. So if people are interested, they must just Google Eric Pearl or the Reconnective Healing and see there's a new online course that they can actually do for themselves. Is it as, as potent as It would when be you just are... as potent. Remember, there's oh, – oh, sorry, I'm jumping here. In Reconnection <laughs> and Reconnective Healing, there's no such thing as space and time. So you could be on another continent and I can do work with you. So distance healing. Absolutely. Distance healing is also a misnomer because there is no such thing as distance really. We're all one. But yes. But in this reality, there in is our brains, time, yes. There is distance. <laughs> and I'm happy yeah. for it because there are yeah, some so people, people you don't who, want to curse. You need a shower and, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> don't want but but you know what? It is, it is that. You can sit and the same thing with that, as you said, is the healing, self-healing. It's, you can either self-heal via your actual reconnection. Mm-hmm. It's happened to some people. I've had one lady who had turned shockingly white. She, Got a burn mark at the back of, the back of her neck, like a burn mark. That's from still what? there from re- the reconnection I did for her. And, um, and she didn't sue you? No, no, no. She is so happy. She changed her entire life 
in and things that she was eating, and now she is so happy. Her whole life has changed completely. Did a three sixty degree. She doesn't even dye her hair. She can't because she's the the chemicals affect her skin. So obviously the reconnection did something there. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what. It's not my place to ask. All right, but this is not a conscious thing. This is this just no. happened. That was a, a spontaneous change. Yes, it might be a. A subconscious or a deeper consciousness or or a super consciousness decision. Certainly not a conscious decision. Mm -hmm. She just came for a reconnection. Right. So what would you say one must do first? Reconnective healing or reconnection or? Eric Pearl recommends that people first have a reconnective healing one to three. And then a reconnection. Okay. When you say, but because you must, we're informing people now. So you're speaking from a point of knowledge. Yes. So when you say one, two, three, we don't particularly know. One, what two, you're three talking about. sessions of reconnective okay. healing and then come for your reconnection. Okay. I have, in my gut, I've always felt it's fine. If you just want your reconnection, come for your reconnection. I do suggest maybe a reconnective healing first, maybe one. Um, it also depends on the person's, um, Financial situation It's you know not cheap mm. But he makes it expensive because he says You need to invest in yourself No yeah. there is this thing that money Is uh, just a, a physical Form of energy and mm. every Every exchange needs to be An exchange of energy but That's I want right. to ask you If we need to be reconnected mm-hmm. That means There was a connection prior That's right What and we caused d- a disconnect? disconnect? Oh I don't know let's Maybe let's look at it mm. <laughs> Maybe the industrial age, maybe the fact that uh, we stick all sorts of poisons in our food and, you know, shall we go on and lose touch with the earth, lose touch with nature, lose touch with who we really are. So if we had remained a pastoral society, we wouldn't need a reconnection. How are we going to evolve then? Well, that's a good question. But the point is this, is that we did evolve. And maybe we just need a little bit of help of finding our way back, being these evolved beings that we are now. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. So, so when you when you have been reconnected, mm-hmm. what do you like then? Again, different for different people. For me, I realized, wow, that uh, my whole life also changed. I could feel it. Mm. I mean, I can get to. Let me put you this way. If I don't feel like seeing clients, okay, I don't feel like clients today. They will cancel, will cancel. and reschedule and do whatever. I, feel, oh, I need to be busy now. I get these phone calls popping in. I mean, you know, it's it's the most amazing thing. I am in the flow of life. It, I flow with the current. I'm not against the current. And that for me is magic. I want to ask you something, and it might sound like I'm being facetious, but I'm actually very no serious. Problem. Do you see the matrix? Mm. <laughs> uh, I love it. What actually happens to me, and I found this a, uh, a lot, is when I was healing and doing a lot of healing and the tapping and stuff, I would sometimes just close my eyes and I could see the grids. And I felt if I could tweak it here, it would bounce off in the distance there and come wobbling all the way back. And eventually I found I was talking to people with my eyes closed and I had to learn to open my eyes again. I was seeing that. Wow. So the matrix is actually real. Well, that's what I was seeing. Yeah. It's well, the reason I ask it is when I saw that movie, I was so excited because it felt like something uh, was revealed to me. Yeah. I mean, something they just 
possibly I mean I don't know the I don't know the people who made it, but something they possibly meant metaphorically. I, I know. There was you know what? I will tell you this about movies. There's a lot of truth to it. There's a lot of truth to a lot of movies. You know, everything that you can imagine, you can be. That is a big thing that I truly, truly believe in. And you see things that movies that they did years ago have come to pass. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Even in cartoons, Even like the, the Flintstones. Simpsons. The, the Simpsons, Simpsons are huge. predicted Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, even that, I mean, you see in the Flintstones, he's, she's working on life with a stone iPad. Mm, mm, that mm. was done years ago. Yeah, no, there, there, there is truth, but I have to say some movies make me more excited than oh, yeah, Mad Max makes me very unexcited. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's, Shemaine, you want to go? Yeah, no, we're nearly, we're nearly there. Um, you know, with the, with the, with the show. So it's like three, three minutes left. No, I saw the finger language, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> because I want to know who should come for reconnective healing. You know, who are good candidates? Anybody who feels the need to. Okay, so I've got a um, a problem with with boils. So come and I see. Can't. Okay, you can come to me with boils. That's a good question. You come to mm-hmm. me with boils, and I come out do reconnective healing. You get off the table, and you still got boils. You think, oh, what a piece of crock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The point is that the, these these frequencies are so intelligent. You might have had a congenital heart defect, and it fixed that instead. Wouldn't you rather have your heart fixed rather than the boils? You know what? If I didn't know about the heart being, you know, then I'd be like, "Come on, no, I came for the boils." Yes, so, absolutely, so true. I'd love but, that. But and it could have healed, yeah. But it could also heal you on a different level. Yeah, and then the boils might disappear a little bit way down the line. Okay, and mental illness. I see a little bit clearer from that because mental illness, most people are on medication. It's very difficult to work with personal medication. I'm very honest about that. I'm, I'm a bit weary of uh, mental ill okay. patients. I've tried to work with some of them. Some have had success, but a lot of them, they keep going back in the same old circle and spiral. Mm-hmm. So I find that very refreshing that you say some things I, I will just not touch. Yeah, um, I'm honest. And, yeah, I find that honesty quite good, you know, so. So anyway, we are we we are we 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 we're kind of figuring out where we're going with this because we have we like two info. minutes left. Okay, but there's so much more than this huge want. amount of so information. We, so we're trying to figure out what what are the what are the whether we should lock it down now and get Helen's information or whether we should throw in another question. So let Palisa, me throw in one say? one quick question. Mm-hmm. Okay, she says, one. what would you say to anyone listening who's Kind of thinking you're talking nonsense, kind of thinking there might be some truth to it. Your final thoughts here? My final thoughts is give it a try and see what you feel. There's no harm in trying. I always say to, I always say to clients, listen, what have you got to lose? But what have you got to gain? Well, I can tell you from my, uh, I mean, mine is like hours old, but my sinuses cleared up. One of the well things done. that I felt was kind of like, you know, lots of heat on my facial area. Sinuses are yeah, so now we'll, well, but I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know. And that was reconnective healing, not the reconnection. Sure. I think I need that so that my DNA strands can get the act. I want to evolve. <laughs> I want to stop this telepathy thing. And, and what else? What else? Do you, do you know what else is going to happen? Well, once no, it's, it's DNA just gets very, it's, no, it's open, boy. We're going to stop open. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing I like about Eric Paul quickly is that I love the fact that this stuff came through him because he's not one of those guys that sit on a mountain and, um, and eats rice. And he is the most 
the human human you can come across. He swears, he gets angry, he eats meat, he drinks, he and I just like the fact that we know that this can come through everybody. Hmm. It's not for the select few. Where can people find you? Uh, my website, www.hiddenrandall-smith.co.za. Okay, and it's Randall with one L. Randall A-L hyphen Smith. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm going to go like, I'm going to look for hyphen Smith. <laughs> yeah, it's a Smith with an attitude. <laughs> I get Randall uh, hyphen as in thingy Smith. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's been only here, been a Helen. pleasure. Thank you. It's awesome. It's fun. <laughs> Thank you very much. As always, it's been fun, Shemaine. Thanks, Balesa and Helen. Thanks so much. From me, Liesl Tom, cheerio. And from me, Shemaine Harris, have a good time with yourself. Bye-bye now. Cliffcentral.com.